Hello and welcome to a brand new Five Heart Podcast, the live show, the best version of the show. I am your host, Greg Mahochko. This character up here, you know him, you love him. He is our founder, he is our fearless leader, and that is Mr. John Dam Johnston. And the newest addition to the panel here is one of your own, a Chatterfield by nature, but now... <laughs> A regular here, Minnie Hunt. Welcome, Minnie. Welcome, John. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. John. Yes. Gosh, that hat makes you look just so... Mm, I'm cold. Amazing. He looks like he belongs in Minnesota. It's not a good good thing to go together. MK uh, says, the, loves the seasonally appropriate hat, John. You know, they're warm. They're really warm. Well, they're real muskrat fur, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know um, what else is warm? Arizona. If you say Arizona, we're all just going <laughs> to kick you out of the show. <laughs> 77 today. That's, that's not. What? I know. Sorry. <laughs> I think Fred's, it's four degrees here. Fred says oh that Yukon John fought Baron Von Raschke to a 20-minute drawback in 1969. It's true. <laughs> uh, a couple of comments here about uh, um, John trading fur. And I'll say this. That is a celebration. That is an actual celebration in Shadron, Nebraska. Every July, they have fur trade days because Shadron was settled by, I believe, French, uh, largely, uh, but... Uh, you know, it was along the, the fur trade route. So they have the fur trade days there in July and they have the world championship Buffalo chip toss. Now, Minnie, do you know what a Buffalo chip is? I can guess. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Uh, you have Just to say it. Just say okay. it. You're a grown ass <laughs> adult. Say it. <laughs> the, the depths that you guys bring me to. Yes, that's why we're in. Seriously, anymore. you did ask. You did sign up for this, though. You should know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> buffalo chips are the things that come out of buffaloes. The rear end. Y yes, to put okay. it to put it more clearly, <laughs> it's a dried buffalo turd, <laughs> baked in the sun, so that it's hard. Yeah, they don't smell. No, they don't. That's the real they nice part about it. They don't. And they don't, you don't have you to know, wash your hands before you eat. So you know, and the years ago they used to burn that stuff because there was no firewood on the Nebraska prairie, and people would go, "Wow, I bet that smelled." But they don't smell once they sit out there and dry out. They just—it's just like a big brock. It's just like burning a log. Probably doesn't last you, as long, but I like it when you turn it into a history lesson. Yeah, it's, it's personal experience. No, I was Joel with the, some really good wisdom here. Don't throw a wet buffalo chip. That's fair. Um, Highlander Gun uh, says it's Greg the Colonel Cropper, John Donald Duck, Young Gun, and Minnie. Donald Duck. I feel like Minnie's gonna need her I own just, title I think, name over time. I think maybe maybe he threw in the Donald Duck. Because of Minnie? 
No, um, Donald no? Duck famously has a, a a winter attire that includes a hat like that. Seriously, does he? Yeah, I did not know this. G- give me a minute. I will. I'll I'll show you the picture. Oh my god, <laughs> it's it's okay. No, no, this is this is serious business now. The picture. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> okay. Well, Minnie, what's been going on in the world of sports? No, not th- that's not talking amongst yourselves. That's getting into business. Don't don't. Oh you know. come on. So, Minnie, what do you have you been out to? Any good restaurants in uh, in Tempe? Where the Tempe? hell is it? Tempe, Phoenix. Well, you know the Phoenix well, area. You don't. Okay, say that. Say that again. How did you say Tempe. it? Tempe. Isn't it Tempe, Arizona? Yeah, but just the way you say it, it's Tempe. obvious. <laughs> You're not from around here. Oh, well, Tempe. how do they say it? Tempe. I thought that's what John said. Knock it off. <laughs> okay. This is on Tim. Tempe. Yep. Have you been out to eat? What is the last good restaurant? What'd you have? What'd you have? Well, Tempe. I just went out to breakfast, but I was up north. So I don't, that's not Tempe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just threw temp Rose Rosedale, Scottsdale. That's it. Scottsdale. Yeah. Yeah. Not Rosedale. Okay. For God's any- sakes, let's 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 move on. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I couldn't find the, a good picture. What anyway. the What the hell is this? Fred Sacco says, "Glad John wasn't part of the U.S. Lewis and Clark expedition. Nobody would have found shit. We would have found <laughs> shit. We would have found plenty of shit." Yeah, buffalo chips all across the, the yeah. frontier. <sighs> all right, so uh, I want to see here. Uh, we got that. We'll, we'll cover that. Highlander Gun said, hey, everybody. Um, Fred wanted to know if Minnie was at the Polynesian Bowl. I wish. she was. Uh, I've watched it all. Can't wait. Roger Moore says, beer tonight is? Is a good one. I've never had this one on the show. I've had this one before, but never on the show. This is a Southern Illinois beer from Big Muddy Brewing Company, 6% alcohol by volume, Murfreesboro, Illinois. Murfreesboro, uh, famous for barbecue also. Um, and this is the Blueberry Blonde Ale. And I'll tell you what, I found this one at another barbecue restaurant, and uh, then I found it in the store, and I'm a big fan. Probably won't be the only one I've had I have during the show because this kind of day slash week slash month slash year it's been so it's just started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's going to be the the most interesting year of our lives. Yeah, it's going to be a fun year. I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh-huh. And John's <laughs> feeling good. He's back with us. <laughs> yeah, we are glad uh, that John's here and and. We Fred, I think, is alluding to where John really was last week. Side tracks, side job. Blueberry Blonde was John's stage name over a side tracks. How did he know that? <laughs> yeah, do you really want to know how he knew that? So, um, all right. Well, we do. We actually do have a lot of stuff to talk about. Okay, uh, tonight. Let's I get going. St- I'm ready okay. to argue. Well, let let's get the not so fun. Actually, John, I I think maybe you'll be a little bit more positive about this than, than I am. Nine days ago, Nebraska nine days Nebraska, ago, Nebraska men's basketball team 
shocked the world. Shocked up, the world. Upset uh, Purdue, winning by 16 at home. Yeah. And they've gone 0-2 in winnable games since. So, yeah. what Winnable happened? games? Iowa and Rutgers? You don't think that game last night was winnable? What last night was winnable. I mean, when you give up like 26 or 20, 345 offensive rebounds, you know, it's not very winnable. Here's the thing. I don't, it, here's where, where do I start with this? My God, I was on Twitter last night and I said, temper your negativity. And I might as well said, I killed all your fucking puppies. <laughs> God, people want to shit themselves about the basketball program. Here's the thing. We beat number one Purdue at home, first time in decades, great win. And then we go to Iowa, we come out flat, we come out listless, lack of energy. We go down 19 to four. I don't think we were, I didn't expect any win out of that game. Uh, Rutgers, we go into that game, they're they're at the bottom of the Big Ten. You think, okay, maybe we can pick up a road win. Uh, Nebraska leads by as many as 12, I think it was. Didn't make a field goal for over nine minutes in the second half. Take it into overtime anyway, which I think without Juwan Gary, and I don't think there's been any news yet about if if he's uh, out for the season or seriously injured or what. Here's the thing. How many teams do you think in the uh, Big Ten have winning road records? Oh, I know this one. You cheated then because you were paying attention at Slack. Yes. There are only two Isn't that what you want from me, John? Don't you want me to pay attention? There are only two teams in the Big Ten that have a winning – they don't have winning records, actually. They're at 500, and it's Purdue and Northwestern. Wisconsin leads the conference, and they have a losing road record. I have said for a long time it's really hard to win road games. When I say these things, I don't mean – for Nebraska, I mean for everyone, it's extremely difficult. It was really disappointing that we didn't pick up the win at Rutgers, but you know, Rutgers is like ten and one at home. Nebraska is like eleven and one at home, but nobody wins on the road. They just—it's damn hard. And I think if you watch the game last night, you kind of get an indication why Nebraska got calls throughout that game. I was shocked they got calls for a while, but at the end of the day, game they stopped getting calls. And of course, it doesn't help when you don't make a field goal for ten minutes. But we still took the game into overtime, had a chance to win it, and. You know, I, I guess I sat on Twitter last night and got all these some people, you know, one guy tweeted at me that uh, it was a humiliating loss and it, oh, they're never going to get to the postseason. One guy said Fred Hoiberg should be fired because he can't coach mental toughness and that's what it's take. Well, then fucking fire everybody in the Big Ten. I mean, my God, just, you know, this is basketball. This is how men's basketball goes. You, it's like this. You know, and if if you can't stomach that, then don't watch it. There you go. All right. <laughs> Question. What? I don't, I don't know if you have the answer to this, and if you don't, that's okay. Is it that? Is it as difficult in other conferences to get road conference wins, well, or is it, Texas, or is it something that's that's unique to the Big Ten? 
I think it's well, the Big Ten's a good basketball conference, so it's just hard across the board because the bars race for everybody. But I, I think that you know, if you look at any of the power conferences, that is true. Texas was up by 16, a loss to UCF last night, and then they had the whole horns down thing. You know, the apparently the UCF players did a horns down in the shake the after game shake line, and Texas's coach said it was classless, and God helped them when they joined the SEC because this is going to be fucking. There's going to be horns down. There's going to be like, I think they should rename Atlanta Horns Down City. <laughs> or one of them storm towns down there. Just rename it Horns Down City. <laughs> there you go. Just to I, welcome Texas to the SEC. I, I have a, a kind of a sincere question in regards to that because we've always known how, I don't I guess maybe tribalistic the SEC is in nature where, Big Ten, it, if it's not our team, you know, obviously we we didn't want Michigan to win for an abundance of reasons, but there's no there's no rooting for a conference opponent in bowl season or tournament time, you know, men's basketball. And SEC has always kind of hunkered down, and you know, when when Auburn or Alabama wins the national championship, Georgia, they all kind of claim it like, yeah, that's another one for the SEC. Do you think that that will they will? bring Texas into the fold, but do you think that Texas by the nature of being Texas will always sort of be an outlier and which I kind of hope because again, I don't like the sec, but I definitely hate Texas. So I do hope that there's a lot of this uh, in, you know, for the next hundred years uh, in Longhorns future. Well, <laughs> you know what, while you were talking, my brain, my, my big brain was a working and I decided this, did you roll your eyes at me? I can't have my glasses on, so I can't. A little see. bit. Anyway, <laughs> I, you know what I think it's gonna is gonna happen. I think that the SEC is gonna treat Texas like they're part of the family, and you know how families go. You, I can talk shit about my family, but you can't talk shit about my family. I that think hurt. it'll it won't take very long, and the SEC will have more fun making fun of Texas and beating the shit out of Texas. But if we do that, then they'll defend them. That's where I see that going. That's going to be very unfortunate. Yeah, but it's going to be fun. For all of them. It's going to be fun. Because we're going to make fun of them anyway. It's not like we care what them fuckers think. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So it it's not I, I'm definitely not under the you know fire hoiberg camp of things at all. You know, I, I don't I don't think that's uh necessary, especially when you look at what this team is accomplishing. Um, I saw a tweet and I, I, I apologize. I don't have the graphic, uh, so I can't, I can't pull it up and, and tell you exactly who said it, but they were talking about, um, the, the quad one wins in men's basketball right. and how Nebraska is up there, uh, with, you know, with the, the quad wins we've had. And they said, if we get to 22 wins, Nebraska has to be a tournament team. That's fun. But we also nice. have to, we also have to win the next we games. do you know well, we have to, we have to win at home we have to win at home and hopefully pick up a game or two on the road you know that's that's why it's unfortunate we lost at minnesota and then we lost at Rutgers. that's why that sucks but you know the end of the world's not the end of the world it's it's basketball and basketball is tough i mean you know i i kind of thought you're gonna take that a different direction i thought you're gonna say <laughs> the end of the world is the end of the world is basketball and nobody cares so 
<laughs> I know no, that's, I, I, that's not your style, John. I, 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 I care a little bit more than I should about men's basketball because I, I just want us to get out. I don't have much time on the, on the earth, Greg. I want to see us win an NCAA tournament game, for God's sake. All right, but here's what – if – I got to be careful how – no, I'm not even going to finish that thought. Never mind. Um, let's – can we move on, John? Yeah. All right. Minnie, are you ready to uh, – uh, Bring some of all all your prep that. Yes. that uh, all right, I want to start. Oh, I, I have to say, news. hey, hey, I have to say, you know, I was all hyped up last week after we did our our um our live, and mm-hmm. we had Jarek on and we had Dylan on, so I was hyped up to watch wrestling and then men's basketball. It was like five hours of sports nonstop. All for what? I mean, e- easy now. Well, if you're only gonna watch when they win, then you know you can watch no, the home no, games. No, but come on, <laughs> yeah, Dad, you seem that. like that type of gal. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I'm here to fight. <laughs> I don't think hardly. Now, hold on. In Minnie's defense, I don't think anybody who became a, a Husker fan in the last <laughs> ten you. or so years can say that they did it because Nebraska well, was winning. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank so. you. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I I know where I want to start. I just want you I'm... to know, by the way, since I don't have my glasses off, I, I I can't read any of the comments, so I am not affected by anything. That's a shame because there have been some doozies, and and I wish that you were around for them. Um. All right. So we have. Let's see. Let's, Why'd you take oh. your glasses off? Because it's all glary. There's oh, no okay. dark mode for this in the, you know, oh. there's no dark mode for StreamYard. And I mm. wish there was because then I wouldn't be so glared out by this. Well, I thought maybe you, you thought it clashed with your hat or something. It does. <laughs> UConn John doesn't wear no glasses. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't get good frames in, uh, in the high country. Uh, so I want to start with the uh, coaching additions. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and we we know we learned a few days ago or this week after after the season ended for the Pittsburgh Steelers that uh, Glenn Thomas was hired as co-offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Yeah, yeah that's a big one. And Minnie, I'm going to let you get get give all the deets, as the kids say. Yeah, he's got 20 years of coaching experience in 16 in the NFL and in college football uh, division one. And uh, he's been with, with rule for five years at temple and Baylor. And he was in the NFL for seven years um, with the Atlantic Falcons and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he has quite a bit of experience with quarterbacks Um I saw one stat that said that he turned around ASU's passing um, the quarterbacks to 67%, which would be, be huge. Good. I mean, I think yeah. we all, we're all like, what? <laughs> that would be amazing. So um, he's coached um, people like PJ Walker, Charlie Brewer, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan actually spent – the first seven years of his career with them. So, and he made three pro bowls in his first seven years. Yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty good. 
Yeah, he's pretty good. It's kind of oh, exciting. Who's PJ Walker? You don't he's know who PJ Walker is? Is he that guy now? that used to go dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, PJ Walker is a uh, is he an used NFL to play on the Carolina Panthers with Rule, and then he, he went to. He he also went went to uh, Temple. He played at Temple, yep. oh. um, and now he's with the Cleveland Browns. Thank you, Cleveland Brown, Browns. Yep. Uh, so you know, I I hope I that he never wins again. I only pay attention to like the NFC North and football, <clears throat> the NFL. Well, I mean, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, because you have to see them all the time, and people bitch and moan about them. And then there's a damn Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and blah, blah, blah. Agree on all fronts, John. Damn them all. <laughs> uh, before, we go, before we go any further, got to get this out there. Uh, courtesy of Branson Chab, uh, 499 Super Chat that says, UConn John is a badass. <clears throat> and we know it. We know that's true, Branson. We know. Um, let's see. Hey, we kind of touched on this, but Josh uh, says, the hell, Mr. Magoo, where are your glasses? Somewhere around here. <laughs> Minnie, do you know who Mr. Magoo is? Okay, no. All right. So I that, I figure this would be something that young people uh, don't know. Mr. Magoo is a, a famous, uh, I think it was a cartoon strip. That's became funny. A, uh, That's a series funny. Of cartoons. Because you're younger than me. <laughs> y- yes, but I'm... Uh, the way I like to phrase it, I'm a, I'm a gentleman of a certain age who grew up on like Saturday okay. morning cartoons. So I Mr. Like Magoo okay. is is an older gentleman who walks like the or always like this, can't see anything at all, and uh, uh, all of the cartoons are about how poor his vision is. So uh, nice uh-huh. Mr. Magoo reference there. So uh, thank you, Josh. Welcome, Josh. Josh has a, a a house that's under the weather today, so we we hope. Uh, well, they're not just his house, but anybody that's feeling under the weather, y'all get uh, y- y'all y'all get better. Uh, Blaine says, "Greg, you have no choice over who you love." I think I hope that that is about the Steelers and the Huskers and my wife and my children. <laughs> I'm not really sure where else I can I go. I think with he's that. putting the whammy on you. I don't know. What and that John, means. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm just scrolling. I'm behind on the comments because I'm also, you know, just behind, period. So, um, yeah. So, Glenn Thomas um, yeah. is coming in. So it's good. It, and in, in doing so, uh, Marcus Satterfield is going to still be offensive coordinator, but go back to coaching mm-hmm. tight ends, which is more of where his strength lies anyway. So Yeah, and in fact – Didn't that um, make this – didn't didn't they make uh, Thomas co-offensive coordinator? Yes. Yes. So oh, I don't know what be, that means, other than giving him a title. Yeah, that, that was kind of a big deal. I felt like, didn't you, to call him a co-offensive coordinator? Well, I suppose it gives you like, you know, in your next step up to a career or something like that, or being an offensive coordinator. I mean, he's been a position coach for a long time and maybe he wants to make that next step sometime. I think it is um, in title only. Like, I don't, I, I think Marcus Satterfield is still going to be doing the play calling, but again, it, it, 
looks better on a resume. We uh, can blame this way. We can blame two guys instead of just one. <laughs> I like it. Um, also, uh, TSD or ti- Tiger Shark Diver says, Greg, you're really behind, buddy. You you have no idea. Um, but since John can't monitor the comments, this is what you get. So, um, all right. The big, I don't know. We, we, I, many, many did a lot of homework. You guys on keep freezing. You're the one who keeps freezing, John. I don't know. Messing... Dad, gummit. Anyway, um, we're going to save Minnie's big um, project for the end, and we're going to talk about the All Star Game being played this Friday in. <sighs> um, uh, I, I believe it's the Big Island. I don't know, Honolulu, Hawaii. Honolulu. Yep. The 2024 Polynesian Bowl. And uh, Minnie, I know uh, you've been following this with great interest because, oh. um, well, she's a stalker. I think we all know why. She's a stalker. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, who here did not like drop your jaw dropped when you saw Dylan throw that 72 yard pass on Monday, right? So, I mean, we're like, yes, we need that. My jaw didn't drop, I Come felt on. it in my shoulder. And I was like, oh, that's going to do long-term damage to his shoulder. He didn't even look like he gave it his all. But can he do that in in full pads? Can he Can he throw it 72 yards when there's Well, he doesn't need to throw a 72-yard pass in full <laughs> pads. He might. Do you realize that? Do you realize how how often we're in like third and long situations, John? Yeah, with those thirty, he might throw a thirty-yard pass or forty. Nobody throws seventy-two-yard passes. Ron Kellogg Jr. did. Okay, fine. Every once in a while, I did not watch the seventy-two-yard pass for one specific reason. Didn't want to get hyped up. Yeah, I want to stay the old curmudgeon-y guy. Okay. He hasn't played it down. But here's the thing, okay? For those people who are out there saying, you know, we're putting too much hype around this kid. He's just a kid, yada, yada, yada. He's playing the Polynesian Bowl with 13 five-star players, okay? 13 total and lots of four-stars, et cetera, et cetera. So we will get to see him play, like, competitive football. On Friday. Is so this on TV? Watching. It is. It's going to be on the yeah. NFL Network. Mm-hmm. Oh, the NFL Network. Okay. Mm-hmm. At 8 o'clock. Um, 8 o'clock Central. Nebraska. Yep. So here, here's my thing. And I don't, I always, I, I apologize to everybody. There's just a blanket apology. I was shocked. Shocked, I say. Shocked. When I found out that Carter Nelson was playing in the Polynesian Bowl. Because... <laughs> I thought that to play in the Polynesian Bowl, <laughs> no, you, you had to be a little Polynesian. There wouldn't be enough players. <laughs> there wouldn't be enough players. Sure, there would be. They might not all be good. <laughs> but the, the I, reason, oh okay, God. the reason for the Polynesian Bowl is to expose kids to the Polynesian culture because is it has it? a lot to offer. Yes. So that's, you know, I mean, that's. The main I mean, reason if, for it. I mean, if somebody, if I was Carter Nelson, and where's he from? Ainsworth. Ainsworth. Yep. I know th- this is true. He's going to play in his first ever eleven man football game this Friday night. It's true. I know. Isn't wow. that nuts? Yeah. 
Well, considering so Ainsworth, no, but I mean, if say if somebody called me up and said, "Hey, you want to go to Hawaii and play football?" I'd be like, "What the hell am I in heaven?" I mean, my Thanks, God, Phil. Phil gets it. Have you ever been to Hawaii, Greg? I've never been. I've never been uh, off of the uh, um, uh, domestic forty-eight. Never been to uh, Alaska either. Yeah, it's. It's on the to-do list, John. John, before the end of the night, uh, I I ask uh, kindly that you would uh, remove your hat at some point just so we can see the mane. You don't have to do it now. Make sure you haven't cut your hair. My internet is is pretty poopy. It is. That's okay. Yeah. So, uh, There's another player. There's another Nebraska player besides um, Dylan and Carter Nelson um, that's there. And of course, it's the one that's from the island, Preston Taumua. 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 Thank you. And okay, so did you catch that he gave an interview and they asked him how tall and what he weighed? He's six foot three and a half, 328 pounds. I mean, I'm That's large. six, two and three quarters, but I'm not tipping that much. So That's insane. I'm thinking that when he comes into Nebraska, he's probably going to need to drop 20. Because, I mean, at 6'3", what are they looking at him? Know. Probably as a guard? Uh, Well, yes. Either a guard yeah. or, a, yeah. He can, he can play anything, really. Well, uh, I think at 6'3", he's probably... Sounds more like a guard body. They probably wanted to. I would guess this is me just spitballing shit. I'm guessing they're going to say you need to drop twenty, and we're going to work on your agility and your your explosiveness. And uh, I mean, so I, because I can't wait because to we them. need we need we need pulling guards that can pancake people. Oh, yeah. A lot of peas there. <laughs> uh, Andy Harris says that mass kicks ass. As far as I think that's a physical, you know, that is a MKA. That's a a quantum physics equation, actually. Uh, And quickly about the Polynesian Bowl here. Josh says that Carter Nelson had a huddle top five dunk last week, then flew to Hawaii the coldest week of the year in Nebraska. And it says kids not getting enough credit for how smart he is. That's that's a good point. I mean, get me to Hawaii right now, too. But I wouldn't be coming back till mid-April, beginning of May. He said he didn't want to to necessarily. He was weighing the options about going because he was going to miss four um, basketball games. Wow! I bet you his basketball coach said, "You can't pass up this opportunity." Yeah, yeah, probably did. Of course. Uh, Let's see here. I'm checking things. There was one other thing that I thought I oh, um, so the coaches for the uh, Polynesian Bowl you have. Former um, NFL head coaches. So on one side you have uh, former Bengals head coach Marvin Lewis, and on the other side you have former Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. Now, John, you are uh, entrenched there in Minnesota sports news. Uh, what can fans expect from a Mike Zimmer coached team? Uh, failure, disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Well played. Let's hope that Dylan's not on his team then. Well, 
I mean, come on. What do you expect there? That's well played. Uh, let's see. I don't think any of my kids are Vikings fans, and there's a reason for that. You know what I mean? They're barely <laughs> Minnesota fans. My The rotten son is an NBA, big NBA fan, and he's a Milwaukee Bucks fan because why the hell would you ever be a Timberwolves fan? You know? I feel um, like there may be some um, Minnesota Wild fans. Yeah. Yeah, we okay. we are becoming a bigger hockey household than we've been in a long time ever. Actually, there you go. <clears throat> Andy says that uh, crazy that Mike Zimmer was going to be our head coach back in 04. Yeah, is that right? I don't know. I was hoping that the yeah, old man on the panel was going. It seems so long ago. That well, twenty years ago, John twenty. Yeah. Doesn't seem like Man, it was 20 years. Just just feels like yesterday. Darn darn darn. One of the one of the top five <laughs> top five comments of the night it comes for, to us from uh living in Omaha, David Matney with a new profile image. Hello, David says, don't forget yeah. to hit the thumbs up. I agree. I was we were waiting for it there, Minnie. Um all right, so we got that. Uh, so, Coach Rule, now I, I'm Minnie. I, I'm stealing all of your like credit. I'm, I'm reading your notes. You what? read the no, notes. No, it's okay. okay. There are notes. All right, but you put them wow. all together because we don't show prep. We've been over that <laughs> numerous times. Um, so Minnie reported here that Coach Rule was in uh, yes. Hawaii and took uh, a couple of his future players to dinner Monday night. Right. Which yeah, is probably an impermissible benefit if you think about it. Yes. Well, he wasn't allowed to watch them practice. They were clear about that, but they could have dinner with him. And that was it. So it was nice of him to go there. And then yesterday he was in Colorado, or was it today? He was there with Marcus Satterfield, where they picked up that three star edge. Right. Um, Ochoa. Mm -hmm. Seems like a weird place to take your offensive coordinators to go pick up a defensive commit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Yeah. Josh says uh, he's going to wait to, to see if he gets banned again before he starts liking videos. Thanks a lot for that again, Josh. It was an accident. I'll I'll do it for him. (laughs) Yeah. You you think of that, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh God. Careful what you ask for Mr. Hanson. And Fred says uh, that I don't have as much flow tonight, and uh, he's not even being a nuisance. Um, sorry, it's it's not really been a great week for me, so just doing my best to to stay afloat, and probably gonna go get more beer here soon. So ah, <laughs> uh, um, Josh says that uh, that happens to Greg's flow as he gets older. It's just a trickle now. Thanks for that, Josh. Remember, <laughs> remember, Josh, that you're older than me, so. Um, one other thing about our the new um kid that we just got Jordan Ochoa I think is his name I don't know Mm -hmm. how to say he actually is somewhat of a legacy kid his dad played at the University of Nebraska at Kearney so Rico Ochoa he was the offensive lineman there so kind of cool because he's a Nebraska native who moved to Colorado Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Is the, I don't know, worst migration possible. Yes. <laughs> so well, you could have gone to Iowa, Greg. <laughs> I don't. <sighs> yes, he could have. Just now, to, hold, just, hold, just, no. Let, are, let's pretty, let, let's expand. Are, let's let's expand on that. Hold on. Would you? Sports aside, I mean, no, I don't think you can do sports aside. Yeah, you can. No, I don't think I, so. This is very easy, Greg. Colorado has mountains, and Iowa smells like poop. That's it. This is not hard. <laughs> I want to rename this uh, episode. Colorado has mountains and Iowa smells like. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but does call. I'm sure Colorado does too. I mean, they do have the Buffalo as their mascot. So, and you guys were talking there about Buffalo chips of, earlier. Tons of Buffalo all over the place. There's tons of mountains all over the place. <laughs> right. Trust on kids smoking weed. So it might John, smell like, you know, true. it smells like, depends on if you like to smell a weed or you hate to smell a weed, but it's better than pig. John, this one's for you. Mm. What? It depends on your palate. Uh, Fred has a serious question. Other than that recruit, did real did did Rule steal any of Dion's remaining toes while in Colorado? I heard he did. You know why he did? <laughs> because next year when Dion says it's personal, he wanted to be sure it's, it's actually personal. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And, and and really, how do you uh, write up a receipt for missing toes? Well, you, just, <laughs> you steal them in the night. Fred also says, uh, for the next shirt on coordination or copycorn.com, Iowa smells like poop. It's not that hard. The next shirt. <laughs> and by the way, if you're looking for some sweet, sweet merch, copycorn.com, where you can get uh, all the RTFB and uh, uh, the new positive mentality shirts that uh, that we've created and by we i mean yes. john and monica and and uh uh i don't know like right now saturdays and on all the other days of the week are for pain and sadness for me but maybe for you there's hope out there <laughs> hope and resilience <laughs> hope and resilience for you pain and sadness for me this is greg mahachko this is another after school special take care of yourselves <laughs> Greg, Greg, suck it up. <laughs> Kill that ticker. I'm sad. All right. What do we got here? Um, horns down. I'm going to highlight that one just because it says horns down. Uh, <laughs> David Matney says there's plenty of bullshit in Colorado. We don't disagree. Um, I I'd agree. Be, I'd be leaving that this that's the shirt. That's the shirt we need when we go to the Colorado game. That is John, I need to come up with something for that. Absolutely. Blaine says, I wear I'm, that shirt. I'm leery <laughs> about this Buffalo chip jerky. It's a novelty name. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> if it's coming from Colorado, I'm not trusting it. All right. Um, oh, here we go. This one is uh, before we move on from the Polynesian Bowl. This was a great comment from Fred earlier. It says Randy Gregory enjoyed a good Polynesian bowl every now and then. Badoom, badoom. Thank you. I was waiting for it. Um, and while we're talking about the 72 yard pass and all the, uh, um, I don't want to call it air raid, but all the passing, all the quality, really superb 
uh, receivers that we have now and and uh, some really dynamite quarterbacks to throw the ball to them. Uh, living in Omaha, David Matney says, hey, we have RTFB merch. How much passing can we actually do? It's all about efficiency. Well, I thought you were going to say balance. Well, it, it, you know, efficiency, balance, but it's going to be about efficiency. If If the passing game starts to eclipse the running game, are we going to get some TTFB shirts, John? Some throw the... No. Okay. Sorry, everybody. You have to you have to run the ball to yeah, win this sure. conference. You have to run the ball. You have to be able to win running the ball. I know that, you John. Also, you also have to be able to throw and you have do. people to catch. And we just... I mean... This is just like a carousel we get on every week. Is it? Yeah, we're getting there. We are. We are getting there. I, I love this next comment because it, it allows me to lay back and go through some of the new comments that we have and and, and highlight the, the potentials. Ben Eastman wants to know from you, uh, John, would love to hear your thoughts about Saban retiring. Compare and contrast Bama with Nebraska post-Osborne. So you do that. I'm going to look through these new 16 comments. Wow. Well, congratulations to Nick Saban on being the <coughs> – excuse me. Congratulations to Nick Saban on honestly being the best coach of all time. I mean, uh, you know, he's legend, and he's retiring the way he wants to. You notice that he didn't do this thing where he said, I'm going to have a retirement tour, tour and he announced it ahead of, a year ahead of time. Which I don't know if that's a good thing because if he would have announced it at the beginning of the year, what you saw now is Kalen DeBoer come in and a whole shitload of the best players that Alabama has hit the portal too late for Alabama to go out and get some players of their own. So uh, I think that's an interesting contrast in how things have changed. Uh, yeah, I think Kalen DeBoer is going to find out just what Frank Solich did and that it's it's really sucks to follow a legend. Uh, but the interesting thing, probably one of the most interesting things about Nick Saban is this. He got so many coaches fired over the last, how many years was he at Alabama? 15? 13. Was it? I mean, he got so many coaches fired because they couldn't be, I don't mean beat, but they couldn't, their teams couldn't be Alabama. You know, and people, he raised the expectations for people so high that they were impossible to meet. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens now that he's gone. I've seen Ohio State fans, you know, they commented on, you know, this, this is, you know, we need to get rid of Ryan Day. Ohio State's going to be good no matter who the coach is. And you kind of look at him and go, boy, you guys are the dumbest fucks alive, aren't you? <laughs> go ahead, fire Ryan Day, please. I want to watch you. I want to see what happens. Uh, 17 years at Alabama. Yeah. 17. That's a long time. time. The other thing Nick Saban did is he provided a lot of coaches with rehabilitation in their careers. You know what I mean? Steve Sarkeesian, uh, Kirby Smart, you know, not rehabilitation for Kirby Smart, but I mean – I would like to see Matt Rule at Nebraska do something similar to that. I know people get all like, oh, what Tony Light White leaves? Well, then you bring in another guy and he he becomes a good coach. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you're a coach like that, 
like Nick Saban was, not like he's dead, but a guy who can just bring the best coaches in because they want to be there and they want to experience a winning program, then you're going to bring in the best minds constantly and you're not worried about them leaving because you know that the next guy that's coming in is going to be an excellent replacement. So that is where I'd like to see us go. You know, instead of this, oh, we got to make him pay him $17 billion so he doesn't leave. No, just don't fucking worry about it. Just keep doing what you're doing. Have a have a core built together organization that's all going in the same direction. And then, uh, you know, Matt Rule is our god and, you know, overlord and everything. One, one you. of the problems that we've had, though, is that we our team has been so young. So yeah. the fact that we had 7% of our team that were seniors compared to like most like Ohio state and Michigan right. had nearly half of their team were juniors and seniors and graduates. We didn't even have any graduates. I mean, come on. Yeah. We've just been young. So the fact that now we have, we have players that could go to the NFL that could declare and they're still wanting to play. That's a big deal. Yeah. It also creates havoc for trying to get your roster down. <laughs> but we talked about this before with, with the uh, advent of NIL, you don't necessarily have to have as many scholarship players. A uh, few things here from the comments while we're talking about coaches. Um, Fred Sack, and we'll talk more about uh, Rule and the coaching staff, but Fred says uh, Rule develops coaches and players. That's one of his biggest strengths, that in his 5 o'clock shadow. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fred also says, uh, hope Ohio State does fire Ryan Day. Uh, they are so crazy up there, they make John look sane. No shit! <laughs> and a serious question from living in Omaha, David Matney. Now that Nick Saban is retired, who would be, in your mind, the best coach active right now? Wow. Many. Well, let's just say, I mean, we hope that it's Matt Roll, right? Yes. Guys. We do, but we're also going to go with proven results. <laughs> I would only. It's that get... cheating son of a bitch, Jim Harbaugh, isn't it? No. No. He's not even on active duty. He's gone. Would, would you have to say Kirby Smart? That's probably Kirby Smart. You know, I, Ryan Day isn't too far from that. I mean, they can bitch about him all he wants. He does seem to have a problem with kind of some of the ways he handles his coaches and stuff. But, you know, the guy just wins shit tons of games. And I guess you'd say, that's because it's just Iowa, Ohio State. Well, there's a shit ton of other programs that have fallen apart and are in bad times that would disagree with that. You know, Alabama was incredible under Paul Bear Bryant and then – you know, they wanted who they win a championship under Pat Dye, was it? I think it was Pat Dye. But then after that, I mean, look at all the people they went through that were just pure shit. They had one coach that didn't even coach a game there. I, I, I'm going to shift back because I saw something in the comments that made me think that I completely overlooked something from the Polynesian Bowl. Now, which one of you was it one of you two because again i've got a bad memory was it one of you two or was it somebody in the comments who's always concerned about the long snapper it's always it's a, not me it's always somebody in the comments so i came across this in doing my due diligence the the 
10 minutes of due diligence that I did uh, for this show. And there is, and in Hawaii right now, an uncommitted long snapper just waiting to be picked up. Now, when I say long snapper out loud, I realize that maybe that's not what they, anyway. Uh, so Jack Devins is a special teams player from Texas who is uncommitted, but was worthy of, of playing in the uh, 2024 Polynesian Bowl. So for whomever is concerned about uh, the long snapper, God, I care I'm saying it again very weirdly. Uh, maybe, maybe Jack Devins is our guy. I don't know. We we do have two long snappers listed on our roster, though. Did you? I mean, just because they haven't played before, and Marcus Ortiz went to you know declared for the NFL. Um, I mean, maybe we already have somebody. Maybe. Oh, people are saying it's Gene Stall. That's right. Gene Stallings, 92, kicked Miami's ass with Alabama. They only had 18 yards passing in that game, Alabama. I, I Now that you guys bring that up, I remember that. Did Greg go away? <laughs> I don't know what happened to Greg. He but did. He ran that? off and got another beer. <laughs> and he left us with this picture. <laughs> yeah. Of Jack Devins. I, I can't see him, but he looks like a handsome young man from my blurry eyes. <laughs> and he looks like he would be a good long snapper. So, <laughs> hello. What are you doing there, Greg? What are you doing? <laughs> I got thirsty again. Why am I talking into this? That's <sighs> good. That's real good. All right. Real interesting question. That got asked, uh, got to find it here. I'm out of breath. Kim Hansen wants to know, I think Kim is new to the show. Is this Dave Matney that went to Nathan Hale and Benson in 1971? Oh my now God. we're all going to, we're all going to watch. This is how you track down those people on them TV shows where they're like unsolved mysteries or things. I, I, I'm just trying to figure out it. Like, Dave. hey, I can see, I can see this one because it's in all caps. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. What? What? what couldn't I? Can I step away and rehydrate for it's a? Well, you're supposed to say Excuse something. Me. You well, could say yes. That's what John is known for. Why are you? John just gets up and leaves all the time. Yeah, I but I say something about it. No, you don't. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta look for something. <laughs> well, I didn't want to interrupt Minnie. Minnie was talking. I feel like it'd be rude to interrupt. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> I think he's trying to make uh, a point. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, Kim Hansen asked the question. Uh, Josh Hansen yeah, says, you Dad? <laughs> you know what? Um, you know what? And somebody, uh, somebody in my house stole my pipeline jerky bastards we gave everybody pipeline jerky for christmas and i got two packs of it and it's gone i was just thinking you know the old trapper thing i was thinking it'd be nice to have some jerky maybe not right now but then i thought where's it at 
So it's not our David Matney is not the Dave Matney that Kim's asking about, but has his draft card when I was two and was the youngest Vietnam draftee. It's a fun little uh, fun little fact. Now we know more about our very own David Matney who well, they had. I, to have I thought them, we knew enough they, when we knew he lived in Omaha. But. They had them two-year-olds <laughs> that had to go into them tunnels. Yeah. Um. All right. So, moving on. God, I know. I'm just kind of pissed off. I'm sorry, John. It's all my fault. All right. So I, 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 I don't have a graphic. Minnie shared a graphic with me, and what Minnie's going to do is walk us through this graphic. Minnie, are you ready? Yes. Right. Well, okay. Let me just preface this a little bit. Okay. Because, all right. I find it interesting. These little, like, little nuggets of information I find when, <laughs> when I'm, I'm looking sorry. at stuff. And I think it's really neat to kind of tie things together. And I know you guys make fun of me because you think I'm a conspiracy theorist. No, I, I, don't, like I, I, I don't make fun of you. I'll make fun but, of your face. I just will. I will just straight out tell you right to your face if I'm making funny. Okay, thank you. I think your organization so, is is wonderful. I put together this little like bubble diagram with all of the coaches and how they are related to one another. If there's overlapping relations, and if like one of the coaches was coached by one of the other coaches i thought that was really neat too so yeah can can we do this i yeah. I, I hope so i had to <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> we can't read it but you you can definitely <laughs> okay so matt rolls in the center he and is. he All of his coaches are surrounding him, and there's a connection, obviously, from you know him to all the other coaches. But what's really neat is like, okay, I started with like Ed Foley, for instance. He was the Titans and um, offensive tackles coach at Penn State when Rule played there, and so that's how they met each other. And it was pretty interesting to me that he also was the interim head coach at Temple the first time or when Roll left to go to ba Baylor. And then he also was an, the interim head coach a second time, but never the head coach. <laughs> I just thought that was really neat. And another one that I loved was like Garrett McGuire. He was actually coached by Glenn Thomas, the new quarterbacks coach. So when he was at Baylor. I thought that was really neat too. Um, and then his dad is Joey McGuire and he worked for role at Baylor from 2017 to 2019. And, you know, he held all kinds of titles. So yeah, I put together this little thing and I don't know if you guys like it or not, but I, I, I think what I'm going to have to do is probably put this up in the show notes on the article on coordination.com. There's a yeah. lot going on here. There is a lot going on. There's and too much. I can't, my brain's exploded. My jerky's gone. We're sorry. You feel that way, John. Yeah. Uh, 
Scott says the chart's making his head spin. Um, I, we, we, I think I highlighted that MK says this is the content we're all here for. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, David Matney wants to know where's Matt Foley on there. Who's Matt Foley? Oh. What? Matt Foley was uh, uh, Chris Farley's <clears throat> character on Saturday Night Live. Oh, my who gosh. Who was uh, thrice divorced, uh, lived in a van. I, I'm not going to do the voice. Obviously, my family's sleeping. I, I wouldn't do it justice anyway. Lives in a van down by the river. Down by uh, the river, yeah. So... <laughs> Again, I'm best probably stole I'm, my jerky. I'm a gentleman of a certain age, so I know these things. Probably did. Uh, Phil says, "Nice work, Minnie." Thanks. Highland again says, he "Lives in the van." Uh, I just Minnie think it's really oh, oh, and one other thing that I thought Matt was really neat. Fully lives so in I, van. I mentioned that um, you know Glenn Thomas was a, a, the offensive coordinator at um, ASU and also quarterbacks coach. Guess who else? was a coach at ASU. Well, it's not me. Any so any guesses? Corey Nick Saban. He's on no no he's on our current coaching staff. Fred Hoiberg. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh oh oh, oh. Glenn Thomas. <laughs> and and Tony White. Yeah. I, I cannot wait for my glasses to get here. I'll be able to see that so much better. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm 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 magooing it up right now. Um, so here we got. Reach for my glasses and they're not there. Dude, dude, dude. Scott says many very impressive show prep, and <laughs> Vince uh, says many just up the ante. John and Greg can't be slackers. I'm like, so, but yes, I can. Damn right, we can. I've been slacking yeah. in the show for eight years. For and God's I'm sakes, many's in charge. Now. That's really what's going on here. Whoa, whoa. What? Hold on. Hold on. We're not handing the reins over just the, when I'm ready to retire, then I'll be like, Minnie, you can't retire. The reins I'm, and your I'm golden older microphone. than you. So I'm older than, than you. Wouldn't I retire first? No, no, I got more. I got more broadcasting years on me. <laughs> Trust me. Um, oh, yep, David, I know. David Matney says, as long as Scott Frost is nowhere near that chart. <laughs> um. And Highlander Gun says John's a regulator. Mm-hmm. Yes, without jerky. Uh, <laughs> David Matty says that you and I, John, we just depend on our good looks. That's uh, well, I sure tell do. And uh, Andy, Andy gonna, Harris I'm, lives here in Arizona. He lives like on the other side of the valley, I think. And he's talking about scorpions. I'm and gonna have to go back. Are I'm gonna, horrible. I'm gonna have to we go back to find that uh, comment about Minnie being a stalker in a shirt. That that's the the Minnie being a stalker shirt. I, I know Andy. That's Minnie. I'm not a Minnie. What's my address? Stop. We used to have scorpions in Texas. You used to have to look for them in the floor when you got up in the morning. Uh, Fred says that uh, he he thinks you and I, John, our roles are grandfathered in, and it's Minnie's job to run this show now. Um, you know, I'm gonna say this. Uh, 
Kim, shouts out to Dave Manny. If you served, thank you for your service. I'll say this. If anybody, if any of you served, thank you for your service. Uh, I'm, I'm not worthy. Uh, John and Minnie may be, but I'm definitely not worthy of your sacrifice. So, um, Same here. Thank you. So, yeah, there you go. Highlander Gun says, don't say you don't rely on your good looks, John. You get Botox. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I noticed there's a big dent in my head that wasn't there before, and I think it's it's from the Botox. I don't know. I thought the dent came from. Well, there's a dent the, in the front of my forehead. I was I did my I shot a history video I'm gonna put up, and I was looking at editing, and I was like, why is there a big dent in my fucking forehead? And it's probably because you know, I don't know how the Botox affects your front of your head. I guess some. My daughter gave me a bunch of shit over Christmas. Of course, I can't see anything. So, what difference does that make? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's see here. All right, back to our our uh, quarterback conversation a little bit ago. Quarterback. Yeah, we talked a little bit about quarterbacks and and the uh, TT or throw the damn ball type yeah. things. Uh, Josh says the trick to getting the running backs to run the football uh, and be the team's leading rusher, uh, so the quarterbacks can throw, scramble, and be healthy. That's I mean I've been saying that for a long time. We I I don't want our quarterbacks to be our leading rusher. So that is true. Uh, let's see. Well, I think the key is this. You know, the, the the last year. I mean, when you looked at our offense last year, everybody just knew they they didn't have to worry about throwing the ball at all because we couldn't throw the ball. And if we did, we threw it the, the other team a lot. We did that quite a bit. They just loaded their defense up against the run. You go back and look. I mean, everything's just stacked, stacked the box. You got to be able to throw. The days of this whole Tom Osborne thing where we had an offensive line where we could just run over and smash people into the ground, those days are gone. It's not because we don't have a lead in some strength program or some bullshit like that. It's just because everybody is pretty even when it comes to offensive and defensive lines. I mean, if you look at Alabama or Georgia, they still have to have excellent quarterbacks and excellent receivers. Ohio State, Michigan. Michigan had a very serviceable quarterback, very good. I don't know, eh, whatever. Uh, we could discuss J.J. McCarthy, but, you know, they relied heavily upon Blake Quorum, and that guy won That guy won their championship. Won. Yeah. Let's face it. But they still had to have people that could throw the ball because you can't just be one-dimensional when you're playing football. Every, all the athletes are just too good. The difference is i got to breathe. I mean, the difference is, is in 1985, you didn't have defensive linemen that were 200 and, or 315 pounds that could chase down a quarterback. Right. And now you have guys that are 298, 300 pounds that can run down quarterbacks. So, you know, you have to be able to do different shit on offense, and a lot of that's being balanced. So maybe we should just come up with a phrase where it's like uh, hybrid the ball, run, I don't know. I. <clears throat> I'm going to set this one up. I'm going to direct the question to you, Minnie. Um, okay. But I'm going to I'm going to hit the initial comment and a couple of follow-up comments, and then I'm going to throw it to you. But Wade says, so I get here late and can't figure out what this show is about tonight. Uh, <laughs> Josh says, it's the off-season. Phil says, it's all over the place. Josh also <laughs> says, buckle in. Um, the abridged version, like why should Wade go and, and find this show in its entirety? Uh, tomorrow or, or okay. you know, a podcast for what have we talked a about? A bridge version. The Polynesian Bowl. We talked about 
which is playing on Friday, and we talked about men's basketball. And we also talked about my little graphic. What did we my missing jerky. <laughs> Glenn Thomas. Oh, Glenn Thomas. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So there you Jordan, go. Jordan Ochoa. Jordan Ochoa, our brand new, brand spanking new commitment. Just missing commitment. toes in Colorado. No. <laughs> We did. And we talk you, about yeah. that every week, whether you, you want to admit it or not. I got one thing more to back, talk about. Okay. But if you do go back and watch the show through its entirety, make sure you're watching all of the comments too, because that's part of the enjoyment. Yeah. And Andy wants to know, does coordination have a Facebook page? And John, we do have a Facebook page. We, we do. It's just, I believe facebook.com slash coordination. Yeah. Something like there that. There you go. It easy, is it's easy. called coordination. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. All right, what do you got for us, John? Well, I just posted a link. I'll be jumping in frozen water again this January 27th. So you can donate to a good cause as I I do my polar plunge and uh, to raise money for the Minnesota Special Olympics. Now, this graphic was taken as of last night, so maybe there have been some donations since, but this is what we had last night to work with. Okay, there you go. And you say you posted the link because I was going to post the link. I post the link in the chat thing. I didn't see it. Oh, there it is. Okay. Perfect. And uh, Andy says that he found us on Facebook. So thank you, Andy. John, you documented. What? I'm sorry. When are you Did doing I... the polar plunge, John? Is it next February. Saturday? January oh, 27th. February? January 27th. Oh, my God. That's only like 10 days away. Less yeah, it's next days. Saturday. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you documented that. No, I, I, you, I don't know. <laughs> you normally just wear T-shirts and a swim pair of swim trunks and uh, like some kind of shoes on account of you don't want to walk on ice. Okay. And that's that pretty much it. Sounds horrible. Well, you know, this year, I mean, it's it's warming up. It's supposed to warm up next week. It's going to be like 20 or 30 degrees. I mean, good God. The lakes aren't even frozen. I don't know what we're going to do. That's it, that may, we have us run in from shore. That just sounds terrible. Last year, it was four degrees, and the wind was blowing. Ooh. Was it was it last year or the year before that you videoed it and – Last year. Okay. That was, that was a good video. Definitely worth the, the watch. Uh, we need to, to hit that for the benefit of our viewers. Maybe if you send it to me, I can chop it up and we can have a real quick digestible version, you know, 10 or 15 seconds for next I'll week. I'll find it. You do that. Okay. I believe in you. Um, I'm very confused by a, a couple of these comments and I hesitate to even – Discuss, first of all, this is not one of the, the confusing ones. Uh, MK says, we talked a lot about John's hat. Yes, we extensively. Uh, we talked about John's dent on his forehead. Um, uh, Minnie's diagram. Yeah, Minnie has John, a, a wait, great... No, 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 no. Let's just let's do this in order. We talked about John's hat, John's jerky. No John's John glasses. Dent, John's dent. No John glasses. <laughs> 
me abandoning the show, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> show abandoner. I just wanted to make sure we, we covered John. <laughs> Were you guys like, because the, the, the viewers couldn't see that. Because I had the graphic up, so you two had to discuss the fact that oh, where the hell's Greg going? Yeah, yeah. The whole idea he was like just graphic just, up there. Just, yeah, I know because it was blocking my ow, it was blocking my exit. <laughs> well, I have the admin view. Remember? I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, All right. I can see everything except I'm blind. Uh, John, are we on Instagram? Scott Not Schrader, really. Not no. really. I mean, I have something called John Johnston Husker, I think it's called. But, you know, Instagram, you got to do it on a phone. It's a little tiny and you can't see shit. Uh, <laughs> Josh wants to know, I, I don't yeah. know if he's, if he's ready to write the check, but how much to get you, John, to dress up like Billy the Kid for the Polar Plunge, the Emilio Estevez version? Well, here's the thing. We have a team, and they're called the Chiller Bees. So next, early next week, I got to find out what our uniform is. Typically, we have a uniform. Last uh, year, we didn't have a uniform because it was kind of a mess. But uh, we they typically dress up in something specific. So we might be dressing up as bees. I, I don't know. See, how many people are on your team? I think there's like six or eight of us. Could it be possible that you either add one or subtract one to get to seven? Because if you go seven, <laughs> then what Josh wants could be a reality. See? It would oh be my god! <laughs> I mean, come on, that, that's that's that really dynamic. horrifying. It's <laughs> really <laughs> horrifying. I think it's really spectacular, but that's just me. <laughs> All right, um, great question, everybody. Uh, I have more comments. Can you believe I have more comments? Uh, Andy Harris says that uh, with Satterfield now the tight ends coach, we should be fine. Yeah. I don't disagree. Um, Josh also, says that – oh, go, I'm sorry, Minnie, go ahead. Did you did you guys see that um, on Husker.com they made Tony White the associate head coach? Oh, did they? Yes, they did. Yeah. That's fine. I, why did they That's do huge. that? That's so exciting. Probably just to part, make part it of pay raise. Like he's closer to the, you know. The I inner circle, I, I do have a feeling that the inner circle is getting a little crowded. If you have Matt, Tony, Marcus, and Glenn. That's but if if it leads to bull eligibility and Division championships, or I guess not division. We're not doing divisions anymore, but but uh, conference championship contenderships and college football playoffs. I don't care how big that circle gets. Let's let's start winning games. Yeah. Uh, Josh says Colorado, plenty of bullshit, not near enough toes. Yeah, that's I like that one. Uh, <laughs> Could be their state motto. That, that's that's the T-shirt right there. <laughs> put, put, put it on the board. Uh, Put put it on the sign as you're as you're driving into in, you know across the state line, mountains. Um, I, I already forgot, but uh, yeah. Uh, Andy says uh, we're because we we're talking about running the damn ball. Andy says we have a six one three hundred twenty pound Polynesian coming in run the damn ball. So uh, good good job there. We already highlight or hit that one. Let's see. David Matney wants to know about the, those uh, coronation line of hair care products, John. Well, they're being constructed in China. 
Oh, okay. So we will get them uh, in six months and a case yeah. of West Nile or whatever they're going to send over yeah. next time. Disease X. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is not us endorsing our coordination hair care products any longer. <laughs> in fact, I think we might just go ahead and discontinue the whole damn line. <laughs> All right. Uh, turn this into a baseball camp. Oh, here we go. I, I knew I, I knew I started. I'm glad I did. Fred says we should make a special shirt for Minnie, uh, stocking the fucking Rayola STFR. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All in good fun. Um, let's see. Dave Matney also says, don't forget we're the best three, nine, three and nine team in the country. Except last year we were the best five and seven team in the country. Let's check out some of the new ones here. Oh yeah. Yeah. For for you, Wade, we did talk quite a bit about long snappers. Um, and again, I apologize for whatever way I say that. I feel like it's weird. Um, it's just a weird. I mean, yeah. What what fascination with long snappers? That no, it's just, and it's just, just a weird thing. To say. Like it's, you it's know, like a couple of weeks ago, what were you saying that was so egregious? Moist. No, it was, it was before that. It was John? It was uh, John. What was your uh, uh, punk band with a funny oh, name? Circle Jerks. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's just like that. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> oh, there we go. Fred, Fred beat me to it. Beats the Circle Jerk. We've. <laughs> no, I was wrong. I was wrong. In 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 uh, the movie Decline is Western Civilization, I said it was the Circle Jerks. It wasn't the Circle Jerks. Darby was the lead singer of the Germs. So I just want to set that straight. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Uh, it's always going to be the Circle Jerks for us, John. Uh, let's see. <laughs> By the way, for your polar plunge, uh, Highlander Gun wants you to wear a leather vest and chaps. I. <laughs> and that's it <laughs> I, I didn't say that uh, yeah wade's correct the fan is still not on because it's january um but stick around for june and july I, I might turn it on you know get a little get a little air movement around here um let's nope not gonna ask that one uh yep i'm, I'm as good at geography as john west nile from china yeah, just <laughs> it was the first thing that came to mind. All right, shut up, shut up, Fred. Uh, the fan is CGI and it's not. I assure you. Uh, <laughs> what is the fa what is the fascination with my fan? I don't get it. Uh, can I tell you? Yes, please. Oh my is, god! Is this a secret Chatterfield meeting that you all had and decided we're going to figure out what's going oh, on with the just, fan? Okay, you know how I asked you how your day went and you said mid, and that's like everyone knows now what mid means. That's the same thing with your ceiling fan. The light fixture on your ceiling fan is referred to as I okay, I'm gonna say a boob light. No, no, the boob light is there. It, the boob light's <laughs> in the background. No, but it, it also yep. has it on your shit. That's You're a very odd-shaped boob, then. That is a very odd-shaped boob. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, seriously. No, this is... I don't say this proudly or to boast, but right in front of the front door, right there in kind of the little breezeway, over the kitchen sink, we have... It's like the half dome, but 
it has the part of the screw. So it looks like a boob with a nipple. That's what it is. But that's not on the fan. So I. I... <sighs> Things are mysterious, Greg. Just let them be mysterious, man. I'm going to. I'm going yeah. to. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Living in Omaha, David, David Matney says, uh, give rule credit for being a hard worker. I do feel like we're on the right track. I completely 100% agree. And I know others in the comments did when you made that comment uh, an hour ago, give or take. <laughs> it's kind of, uh, I mean, it's kind of, we have like 673 people on our roster now. Something like that. Uh, Fred says, my little office went from nice and safe to a Benny Hill gag. Uh, play John off with some yakety sacks. Phil says more of the nipple shape. I don't, come on, come on. Now let's, you know. Although this is the I, this is the same show that years ago I was making up ads on the fly for Blue Chew, you, so I don't really yes, know what people were. expect. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I I that started it. You did. <laughs> um, let's see here. Joel Tilson with a serious question: Twelve team playoffs will have the Huskers included? I had to. Well, I he, think we're a year away <laughs> from that. He, it's such a statement with a question mark. So I'm like, I'm going to read like a statement and. Huh? Uh, I think we're, yeah, probably 12 months away. Maybe I think that, <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I think they just. I hate to, go ahead, John. No, you, you start. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm really hesitant to make, you know, any kind of preconceived notions Prior to the season. I mean, I'm all excited about it, but I just, yeah, we just don't know yet. Wait till, wait till spring. Then we'll know more. Well, you you better bring it because, uh, where's my list? John. Are you going to go to the spring game, Minnie? Oh, I would love to. Maybe. This is what, what are you doing, Greg? I'm looking for my, my 15 and 0 list from last year. All right, we'll do that. Probably before. gone like my jerky. I found it. It's fine. It's just. Oh, sure. It disappeared. It's <laughs> jerky. There it is. Huh? So what what happens is this office is on the, uh, the opposite side of the baby gate. So anything that needs to be put away from the toddlers who like to destroy things comes over here. So my desk is far too cluttered that and it's not that it's an old it's this desk is older than me this john this desk might be older than you i don't know so it's it's old uh let's see good one here from all right i want you all to take your time and not knee jerk this okay david matney says hypothetical question if we could only have one win next year what team would you want uh to win against for me it's easy colorado what, what, yeah. I mean, why for me, would that's, we only get one win? I know but it's a hypothetical. No, I, I can't that do question. It. It's too close to pain. It is that. It, that sounds like a lot of pain. Life lot is of pain. pain. But it doesn't. <laughs> only if you choose that course. <laughs> Iowa. Iowa. I think Iowa too. Always. Like that's what I thought too. I would. I 
don't want to jump on that particular bandwagon. But if you're going to win one game, you better make it a conference game, right? I the who that who we can cause the no. most pain to, like who's in a position to like get into the playoff and we ruin their hopes, ruin their lives. Yeah, like ruin their lives. Why ruin their lives? Fred says Colorado. If only one win, let it be versus that toeless asshole. Yeah, yes. well, you know there is that. <laughs> um, it's true. Scott Raider says Colorado. Let's see, see if there's any other quick ones here. Uh, uh, no, no, Fred. Nobody stole my babies. Uh, they're not babies anymore. They're fully grown, almost three-year-old little mini destruction crews. Um, let's see here. Minnesota. That way uh, we can make King, uh, John king of the house is what James Boardman says. I wouldn't mind that. We're not playing Minnesota. Next we year. are. Are we? I don't yeah. know. No. I haven't even looked no. at the schedule. No, are we we're not? not. How are we I not wish. I thought I that was one of those. The Big Ten West is gone. So I know, but come on now. I don't know if we play. Come oh, on. my God. We may not play Minnesota. How we're are we not. Gonna we're not playing PJ. What are, what are we going to do, John? I know. How are you? How are you? How are you going to exert your uh, dominion over your home and your rotten son if you don't play the the school with which he attended? It's okay. I make up things in my head anyway. That's fair. I actually believe every bit of that too. I yeah. mean, I've been in your house, so I know. Uh -huh. the... All right. So, real quick rundown: next year's schedule for the purposes of this, uh, we have UTEP. Colorado, Northern Iowa, Illinois, Purdue, Rutgers, Indiana, Ohio State, UCLA, USC, Wisconsin, Iowa. Part of me wants to change my answer to USC just to remind them, you know, what conference they're in now, you know. But yeah, I'll say Iowa. You can't spell suck without USC. That we get to say that now. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> uh, and and Dave Manny says doesn't matter. Greg already said it fifteen and no. Uh, Josh says, my toddlers, Nebraska's starting linebackers class of 35. I'd have to do the math on that. I'm not really sure if, <laughs> if, that, if that lines up. Let's see. They're three, so I don't really know how. I mean, they'd be 14. That wouldn't work. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Uh, also, God bless him. Rob's a little heavier. He's probably more interior lineman build. Um, <laughs> and that's okay because he's also a little bit nasty, so like nose tackle. <laughs> And then Matt could be the linebacker. If those two ever actually got along and worked together, I would be dead. Like that's just, but they're always at odds. So I've always, always got one coming to me saying, dad, I need help. So it's all right. All right that's, that's, I apologize. Everybody. No, that'll too, change. Way too far down the rabbit hole there. Um, let's see. Uh, Fred says, as long as I don't, I, Greg doesn't have to figure out how to get to wherever they're playing. It's all good. I I can keep pretty good tabs on my children. Uh, can I can I share a fun little thing? And I hope this doesn't put anybody uh, in the in, my twins and Josh's mm -hmm. oldest are born one day apart. <clears throat> so it was, it was pretty exciting week for uh, our little fans or our friend circle. So that's so cute. Shout out to his little girl. She'll be three uh, next month as well. So all right, um, you get to go on a bender for their birthdays. Maybe later, like when they're <laughs> turning 21. Oh, yeah. 
It doesn't work like that. When they turn 21, I'll be 60. Shit. I'm that old dad. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Good news is Scott's going to the USC game. Oh. Yay. That's awesome. Is that's that in Southern Cal? Is that a is yeah. that a way? That's a road game, oh, yes, sir. That'd be that'd be a fun game to go to. I'll tell you what, it would it would be because it's in November. In Los Angeles in November or Lincoln in November, John. Well, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not afraid of the cold like you bunch of pussies, candy asses, wimpy butts. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I think he's killing me with that look, <laughs> John. I can't. I, I love you too much, man. Good. It's good beer. Um, all right. We, this we got this question almost an hour and a half ago. I started because I didn't know when to bring it up. So okay. hopefully Max is still around. Max, if you're here, Max wants to know: Can I recruit a former Nebraska athlete to guest speak with y'all one of these days? Oh my gosh. And I well, think all, all booking needs to go through coordination at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. Because now let's face it. There are a lot of former Nebraska athletes out there. Not all of them. We want to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. I, so, look, look, I'm sorry, but nobody wants to talk to Sam Keller. All right. There are some turds in the punch bowl. There are some poops in the pool. Wow. Wow, well, that's probably true. I okay, but I'll tell you what. Did you did you need to go get another beer, Greg? I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Should, should I wait? Hold yeah, on. Yeah, just put, go get it. Can I can I put a graphic no. up? No, <laughs> no, we're still here. How, how long are we gonna go? Oh my God, I, I I've run out of starred questions or starred comments okay. in, in in the chats. Great. Uh, yep. Yeah, Scott says UCLA comes to Lincoln this year. I think that would be fun, too. Andy says the 60 degrees in his garage got a space heater going because he's a wuss. Let me just say. That's let me not just so say, bad. John's in his basement. I'm in Illinois, and Minnie's in Arizona. So we're all in surviving to the best of our capabilities. Uh, Fred says turds in the punch bowls, uh, what John secretly calls a few of us. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> uh, I don't think Josh is wrong when he says if Sam Keller came on, the Chatterfields would have a blast. True. Uh, and Dave Maddie says we should try to get Matt Rule on the show or Trev. That would be really interesting. John? What? Do you want to reach out to the athletic department and, and see who's available at nine o'clock at night? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see what we can do. I, you know what? I have to be in the mood to do that kind of thing. I would be on my best behavior. Would John? I wouldn't even drink what, that night. Would John? <laughs> would I? Yeah. Would you be on your best behavior? What? Okay, you know, there's a problem. <laughs> this is the problem right there. You're assuming that this isn't it. Here, here's uh, here's what I really uh, want. Uh, Look, when when if slash when we get Matt Rule on the show, and I'm not saying it's ever going to happen. I'm being realistic here. But I need John, regardless of the time of year, 
whether it's January and it's in Minnesota, negative 20 degrees, or it's July or June, let's say, I think July is probably in, in practices, but it's June and it's a hundred degrees. I need John in that hat and his robe. And we're doing this full cousin Eddie style. Oh God! He has every every piece to cousin Eddie's wardrobe. (laughs) Is in John's wardrobe. That's that's by just happenstance. I I think what we need sometime, and it doesn't have to be anytime now. It could be next holiday season. You in your robe and the hat outside, film film like some like your wife or, or. one of your children filming you saying Merry Christmas shitters full. <laughs> I think we're too late for that. I said there next year. Even, there isn't even snow outside. What a crappy winter. I say that now and I know that February we're going to get hit by like 60 inches of snow and 20 below weather. I mean, we had like, you know, 10 below weather here last week, but it, you know, it's going to warm up again. It, uh, in regards to having Matt Rule or Trev Alberts on, Fred says John and Greg would be wheeling his comments like Hannibal Lecter and says that he and Josh uh, would get this show canceled for good. You know <laughs> what? If if anybody comes on this or the Monday night, they, they got to know what they're getting into. Right. So that's just it. I, this is us. You don't, you don't change yourself because, oh, gosh, look, somebody needs there. I never do that. That's why I don't have any friends and never go anywhere. <laughs> I, you know, I dress this is like a, Cousin Eddie. <laughs> and I love the fact that, John, you can't read the comments because it allows me to spring this one on you. Blaine says, John, you're a tech guru. Just hack the appointment calendar and put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, years ago, years ago, I might have done that. But these days, there are actual laws against hacking within the domestic <laughs> United States that are pretty severe. Hmm. All right, 17 below. Whoop, that's not the one. 17 below uh, where Vince is at. Uh, Highlander Gun says we got eight inches of snow in Alabama. Uh, Fred specula- or Fred piggybacking off what you said, John, says 60 inches of snow, the Carl Polini story. <laughs> no, that's 60 inches of blow. Uh, anything else that you two have? Because I'm just reading the comments and sharing them because John's well, blind. I, since you're asking, I have one thing. I wanted to know, and I, I, you'll have to do this after the show, but if you could answer the question, and I, we'll put it in the comments after the show, what do you think it means to be a Husker? Oh, yeah. Because oh. Greg brought up a point a few weeks yeah. ago. And it made me start thinking about what people really consider a Husker. Remember, Greg, you said that. I said that if they transfer out, they're no longer a Husker. But if they graduate or if they declare for the NFL, if they go on to some uh, higher level of of play uh, or if they just stop playing, then they can be crowned that forever Husker. But if they transfer to, I don't care if it's Florida International or uh, wherever the hell, uh, the most recent one went. I've already forgotten his name. <laughs> uh, San Diego. Thank State, you. Right. You know, then then they're no longer forever Husker. Uh, so I, I think that there has to be some some parameters there about w- but, who we okay, designate so as forever Husker. Me, 
and I, I agree with that idea to a certain extent because it got me thinking about the people that we forced out, like Adrian Martinez. I mean, I feel like he's a husker, right? Now, are we going to do this now or are we going to save it no, for next No, 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 no. I think she's I establishing mean, like, the parameters. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you could answer that, that would be awesome. So what we want you to do, and we'll, again, we'll type up a little, uh, I'll uh, amend the post on coronation. Uh, so go to the uh, coronation.com post for this episode. It's already live, um, but I'll be, at, of course, adding the the audio file and and updating and things like that and put in the comments what your thoughts on are you know what who's forever a husker am i getting that am i phrasing that yeah. right Minnie? or, or what what yeah. parameters are yeah because we were also going to have a discussion family yeah because we we're also going to have a discussion about not necessarily the, the players or student athlete side but but the fans you know and yes. and who's who's considered like john's a husker because he went to Nebraska, he's an alum. Am yeah. I considered? Am I considered a Husker be, just because I've been a fan for close to twenty years? Or you know that? So that's a conversation. It, we got a long off season. We can't always talk about men's basketball, sadly, because um, we didn't do much of that tonight. There's <laughs> um, baseball coming, and there's baseball, so that'll take up even less time in the show. So. Uh, Sorry, it's oh, true, true, John. It's true. I'm I sorry. Know, I know it is. Uh, and I and I love baseball, and I I love Nebraska baseball. Um, but yeah, off season fodder. Uh, we're curious on your thoughts from the player from from the fans' perspective of players. When when does forever a Husker stop being the case? So, hey, look, John's here, and he can see things now. No, I can't. Good God. <laughs> Aaron, in response to his comment that says Greg. Uh, Husker Bob says Martinez graduated, so always a Husker. Oh, good answer. Uh, living in Omaha, David Manny says. Wait, 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 you're supposed to save these. Save them. Oh, fine. Yeah. All right. So they can bring so them back. All of you who are commenting now, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> Go comment over at coordination.com. Yeah, we, we apologize that you have to comment twice, but John says. You have to comment twice. Yeah. So do that. Uh, can I share this one, though, just because? What? what? Because <laughs> they could be a sponsor someday if they ever decided that they knew who we were. Uh, James Borman says, if, if they ate a Runza, they're a Husker. <laughs> and Runza, by the way, we love your delicious, unique food. And we would love for you to be a sponsor of our awesome podcast. Did you know that we get hundreds of views live and thousands of downloads every week? We average over 30,000 downloads a month. No, that's not true. Is that what it we is? Have, no, it's not. Uh, we have well over 30,000 downloads lifetime. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope so. <laughs> um, but uh, Runza or anybody, we would love uh, to be the home to uh, tell the good people in, in the world about your products. So, uh, and, and by that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying your Etsy store. I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about something real. So uh, we're seeking advertisers. We don't say that enough. Uh, smash the like button, the subscribe button over on uh, YouTube. Make sure that you tell people. Um, I always think it's funny. 
you know, the, uh, um, I, I heard this once because kind of like Fred Sacco, I was one time a, a pro wrestling fan. So I started listening when he, Stone Cold Steve Austin Mini. I'm sure that's a name even you know. Uh, I do. <laughs> but when he started a podcast, he's like, this is a grassroots effort. And, uh, you know, we need all the help we can get. I'm like, no, you don't. You're Stone Cold Steve Austin. You don't need any help. You you have millions of, of Twitter followers or whatever it is. You're fine. But the Five Heart Podcast is and has always been a grassroots effort. So the only way that we grow is by word of mouth. So if you like what we're doing here, tell your friends about it. Tell the other Husker fans uh, uh, in your friend circle and your family about it uh people who look look just like the great state of nebraska we're not for everybody so take what what we do right uh take what we do and say you know what that's a good show for josh i don't know if that's a good show for joe you know uh and and you know, because we want thumbs ups on, on our social media. So, uh, but we are always trying to grow. So make sure that you follow coronation on uh, Twitter or X. Uh, you follow the, the five heart podcast, although we don't tweet or X or whatever it's called now, uh, a ton outside of football season uh, at the number five heart podcast. Um, and both the, the show and coronation themselves are on YouTube or I'm sorry, not on, on uh, Facebook. I'm actually surprised more people like the Five Heart Podcast Facebook page every day for never really getting new content put on there. So that's on me. <laughs> but uh, people are, are finding us. So I appreciate all of you uh, who who are telling, you know, spreading the word. So um, I think that is it for this show. I know some people have already said uh, thanks, everybody, and, and great show. And, and we appreciate uh, all the the kindness that you, the Chatterfields, this, this community that we've created. Uh, Share it's it's something unlike anything that I've ever experienced. Uh, because even even spending over a decade in radio, I sat in a room not much bigger than this, and in fact, sometimes smaller than this. And uh, I always pretend it was just me and the microphone and nobody listening because that put me at ease. So the fact that there's you know uh, sometimes a couple hundred people watching these live, uh, and and that instant feedback is a lot of fun for me. So, um this is my favorite version of the show. I owe it all to the Chatterfields uh, and, and to some extent to John. Uh, but uh, I wouldn't be here without John. So give it up for our, nope, oh. sorry, our founder, our fearless leader, Mr. John Dam Johnston for the newest member uh, of the panel. And that is Minnie Hunt here. I'm Greg Mahochko. This is the five heart podcast. We remind you each and every week that five heart is all the heart you need. John go big red. Minnie. Go big red. I can't shout. All oh, my family's asleep. It's a two hour time difference. It's okay. I don't it's okay. You don't Go have to.